0: And the main thing that I wanted to talk about today was Zach Ertz. I mean, I, I know what the frustration is with the defense. I get you. I hear you. I feel it. I've seen it. And it's terrible, right? You see what's happening with the linebackers, lapses in the secondary. You've got issues with safety depth. I, I get it. But... Zach Ertz is supposed to be a stable, consistent force on this team. I mean, how many times have we talked about Zach Ertz, whether you fully believe it or not, as a Hall of Famer, right? I mean, Zach Ertz, the level of play that he's given you over the course of his career has been stellar. He's set records as a tight end. He's been considered one of the three best tight ends in the NFL for a while now. There's a lot of good tight ends in the NFL. I mean, almost every team you look on, you go, wow, that guy looks pretty good. Who is that guy? Oh, that's Darren Waller. He looks pretty good. Uh, Jonu Smith on the Titans. Wow, he looks pretty good. There's there's just guys everywhere. Uh, Noah Fant on the Broncos. Wow, he looks pretty good. They're, they're all over the place. And so for Ertz to get that kind of recognition, that means something. And when you look at where the Eagles have been this year, where Deshaun Jackson is hurt, where Alshon Jeffrey is hurt, where Jalen Rager is hurt, where the offensive line is all banged up, Dallas Goddard's out. I mean, those are a lot of injuries to key players all over the field. Pandemic season, right? So you don't have the full offseason. You don't have a full training camp preseason. Like, it's all different. So what do you rely on? Consistency. That's what you have. That's what you, that's what you look to when you have things like this. That's why you look at the division and think, you know, it's probably going to be pretty bad this year. There's a lot of new head coaches on all these teams. It's a lot of stuff to work in. The Eagles have consistency. They've got Doug Peterson. They have Jim Schwartz. They have Carson Wentz and Zach Ertz. They should be fine. What's the issue, right? Nothing to worry about here. Nothing to see. Well, with Ertz, it really is nothing to see. Where is he? And and that's the thing that you got to wonder about. I mean, it is a really big, important question for this team going forward. It's a huge thing for Zach Ertz. He's got a lot on the line here. You go back to the contract, and if this is all at the feet of the contract, the way that he felt he was treated, where the play isn't the same, then we've got issues here. Because Zach Ertz is supposed to be around for another season. And if he's to the point where he's giving you four catches for nine yards, one catch for six yards, we got a problem. This is the time where he's supposed to shine. This is supposed to be the reliable, dependable, always open Zach Ertz. Right? He hasn't been that guy. Let me ask you an honest question right now. Who do you have more faith in? Zach Ertz or Travis Fulgham? Enough people are going to say Fulgham. It's crazy. That's a sixth-round guy that was on a practice squad in Detroit and now suddenly has one great week and a good week before that, and there's going to be enough people that would rather throw the ball to Fulgham. What does that say about Zach Ertz? You know what I mean? It's, it, it should be a slam dunk that this guy is the guy you want to get the ball regularly, to be an engine of the offense, to make it easier for Wentz. Wentz isn't even targeting him as much as you'd think. You know, with, with all of these guys being out, wouldn't you expect Ertz to be in double digits? Without Alshon, without Deshaun, without Goddard, without Rager? Double digits. Ten, ten targets a game at least. Six last week, five the week before, four catches, nine yards. He's got one touchdown on the season. Where is he? You got to be worried about it. You have to be. Because it's for the team and how they perform right now. Can they win the division? Well, how does Zach Ertz look? Right? I I mean, Alshon and Deshaun are coming back. Maybe they're both back this week. But what are they going to give you? And how long are they going to be available for? You know, I mean, can you really bank on anything with Deshaun Jackson? Or Alshon Jeffrey? No. You get him for another two weeks of the season. That'd be great. That's as long if you get two games of Deshaun Jackson, that's as many games as you've gotten from Deshaun Jackson since he's been back. I mean, really? What what has he brought to the table? He just hasn't been available. You need Ertz. You need a reliable guy. He's supposed to be that, and he's not. For Wentz to not trust him in the same way. Throwing to Greg Ward, throwing to Fulgham, not great. So you hope Zach Ertz turns it around and turns it around soon. Because for his sake, for the Eagles' sake, they need him. They need him in the worst way. So 215-592-9494, let's go to Phil in Norristown. Phil, you're on the air.
1: Good morning. How are you? What's going on, Phil? Just looking at the lines for this weekend with the Eagles game and Baltimore at 1 o'clock at the link. I think the uh, spreads, Baltimore's favored by 7 and the over-under is 49. What are your thoughts on that?
0: Yeah, I I don't feel good about the Eagles this week. <laughs> I mean, you look at the matchup. Baltimore's just such a well-run machine. And for them to to be built in a way where they can attack the Eagles' linebackers regularly, they have all the opportunity to put up points. They're a well-balanced team, so having a good defense and a good offense, they could be they could really give the Eagles offense a hard time. So I could see this way, this game being way more of a runaway train in Baltimore's favor than I see the Eagles stealing win. If Doug comes out and he's desperate, and that's the thing. He's been desperate the past couple of weeks. If he does that again, like if he does a trick play on the first drive, then, yeah, the Eagles have a shot, but you're not going to know till the game starts, and that's the problem. Doug's been inconsistent. I can't give you any certainty of what he's going to do.
1: What do you think in relationship to the over-under?
0: I mean, I'm, I'm not great. When it, it comes to over-under, I don't spend a lot of time in the gambling world, so honestly, I don't know what that's worth to you. I, if you think Baltimore's going to score a ton of points on the Eagles, then go with the over. Um, but if you think they're going to put up you know, 27 and the Eagles' defense does enough, gets a turnover, then maybe you go with the under. But again, I, I'm, not, I'm not an expert in that area.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, the, the defense, the Baltimore's the 6th in the league, and the, the Eagles are the 13th in the league. So it, that's pointing more towards a defensive game. And then I heard a stat that there's like 24 of the last 35 games Mike just supplied me with that, uh, it's been in the Doug Peterson error mm-hmm. that they've gone under. So that's about a third of it. Well, okay. It. So it's pointing more towards the, uh, you know, the under.
0: Well then god speed you on the underfill. I'm not touching this game and I appreciate the call. I'm sorry. Uh but if you want to get in I still got a little bit of time left. 215 9494. One of the things that that's my favorite thing that's happened in the past 24 hours. A great development. It turns out that Chase Utley was on a podcast called The Inside Edge with a Sports Illustrated writer named Ben Reiter. Now, Chase Utley, it turns out has become a private investigator. He has taken it upon himself to spend hours and hours on his of his time over the years analyzing the Houston Astros. Listen to this.
2: If you hear there's something fishy from one person, okay, that's one thing. But when you, when you hear it from a, multiple different areas, that's a little concerning. So that's when I did my homework.
1: Utley camped out in the Dodgers' video room, studying as many of the Astros' recent at-bats as he could trying to figure it out.
2: Hours of tape. I'm watching hours. I'm watching all their hitters. I mean, I'm watching everything just to see if there are any red flags. And when I, the more I dug on on the asterisk, uh, it just seemed like they obviously had very talented players, but it seemed like they were just doing something that other teams weren't. I felt like something was up.
0: I love that Chase Utley took it upon himself to just spend ridiculous amounts of time watching the Astros to find out how they were cheating. It's great. It's everything you could possibly ask for. Who better than Chase Utley, the guy that that loves the idea of taking a 98-miles-per-hour fastball to the back? He's like, yeah, man, that's the game. I'm going to rub some dirt on it. That's what we do. I'm a man. You know, it, he's showing up at 3.30 in the morning to watch tape of the Astros, then practice for a couple of hours, then do the tub or whatever you do, and, and then stick around and probably watch more Houston Astros stuff. Like, he's just been a junkie for it, and, and that's great. And you totally get it, right? For Chase Utley to be a steward of the game, if you will, of classic baseball and to see what the Astros were doing and hear from other players the Astros were cheating, like, that's, that's exactly what you expect to see. And by the way, that's not all from Chase Utley.
2: You know, some of the breaking pitches they were able to lay off of and not really flinching at. You know, that happens once or twice throughout the game. Okay, it's just it's just happenstance. But when it happens over and over again with multiple hitters, it seemed like they were either really good at picking up tips or somebody was helping them out.
0: Do you think Chase Utley would be an actually good detective? That's the question I have to ask now. Would Chase Utley be a legitimately good private eye? If you ask Chase Utley, Chase, I have some suspicions about something I need you to investigate, I think it'd be pretty good. I, I could see him, you know, very smooth, suave guy. He, he's going up, he's like, excuse me, I'm Chase Utley and I need to know some things. And you'd be like, Yes, Chase Utley, whatever you need to know. You know, I, I could right. He's got he's got that slick look with the gray hair, he's got the silver fox thing going on. Like, he is a real life James Bond. I think that's what we've learned now, is Chase Utley is the closest thing we've found to a super spy. I could see it. I could totally see it. He looks good. Makes sense to me. Now, here's the other thing, too, is naturally, as Chase Utley is talking about cheating, the Phillies have had some issues back in the day, okay? I mean, they've had a 100-year-long personnel issue, but outside of that, there was a time where the Phillies were caught with some binoculars, you know, there's, there's some things going on, and Chase Utley was asked about that.
2: Mick was a single guy, and he used his binoculars to kind of, like, you know, check stuff out.
1: Um, <laughs> So he was checking out ladies, essentially? Well, was,
2: yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, what a funny way to try to explain away what the Phillies were doing. I, it's, it's hilarious to me, which, you know, they got caught and it is what it is. But uh, to try to explain it like, yeah, he's just checking out chicks with binoculars, which I'll tell you, I am not a guy that's done that but I definitely know people who have. That is totally a thing. Uh, I'm not proud to say that, but that is totally a thing, and maybe that was, maybe it was a little half and half, if you will. So uh, a little bit of interesting information from Chase Utley, and I'm curious to see uh, Chase Utley private eye what else he's capable of. We'll find out soon. But another thing I want to get to here is the Le'Veon Bell situation, right? Because you find out that Le'Veon Bell's been cut by the Jets. And a lot of people, just a couple of years ago, it feels like 18 years ago, but just a couple of years ago, they wanted Le'Veon Bell on the Eagles, right? High-profile running back, can do everything for you. He can go in the slot and catch passes. He can pass protect. He's one of the most unique runners you'll ever see in your life. I mean, just his running style is a beautiful thing to watch. If you see all these different guys, that okay, one-cut runner, which means you go up, you basically plant your foot in the ground by the line of scrimmage, and then you go straight ahead. You just ram through people. That's a one-cut guy. It's pretty much no nonsense, right? Well, he's not that. He goes up, and he kind of, like, stands around for a second, and he's like, okay, well, I see there's a hole over here, but, hmm, but, uh, but look over this side. It seems like there could be an opening over there shortly. Maybe I'll hang out for a second and see if that develops. Oh, oh, well, no, 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 I'm going to go this way. Like, it's such a crazy unbelievable thing to watch how much he sits there and stalls and then just boosts through a hole. I mean, when he's good and he's not on a terrible team like the Jets, you know, (laughs) he hasn't done anything with the Jets. And that's part of the problem here. Does he make sense for the Eagles, right? A lot of people want him, wanted him before. Can you bring him to the Eagles now? No, no, there's no reason for Le'Veon Bell to be on this team. I'm sorry. It'd be like, there's some avenue where it can be kind of fun. Doesn't really make sense. You know, for the Eagles, you've got so much that you need to figure out still. And for Le'Veon Bell and the problems that he's presented in the past, I don't think you need that, right? He's had beef with the Jets. That's a little more understandable, but that's part of why the Steelers let him walk too. I don't think you need that. Not right now. Not with everything going on. If this was two years ago, yeah, sure. But right now, it doesn't fit. Then you got to figure out what you got in these running backs. I mean, they've tried so hard to keep Corey Clement around, and I get that, and I've wanted to see him figure it out. But it's not looking great so far. I want to see more. Boston Scott, what what can he really bring to the table? Let's find out. If they need to draft more guys next year, so be it. But you don't need big-time running backs in order to be really successful, and they've got Miles Sanders on the cheap anyway. But look at Carolina. Because if you haven't followed the Carolina Panthers, interesting thing happens. Christian McCaffrey goes down for the year. Terrible. I mean, great player, super fun to watch. Uh, ridiculous season last year. Mike Davis steps in, who's a nobody. I mean, just a just a totally forgettable running back. He's been really good in Carolina. It's, it's how the league is, right? So you don't need to go after Le'Veon Bell. I don't think he wants to necessarily be here unless he was getting promised a bunch of reps. He's got to get snaps. He wants to get the ball in his hands. He's got to prove something to get a big contract again. Probably the last big contract he'd ever get, however big that is. Might be only like $4 million a year, but for him, that's a last gasp, and being a part-time guy with the Eagles is probably not the way to do that. So I don't think it's a fit for anybody. I'm not really worried about Le'Veon Bell. I think the Eagles will be fine without him. Miles Sanders is great. You know, just get him the ball more. That works for me. That's an easy enough solution. So I'm not worried about any of that. Anyway, I hope you've enjoyed the show. I'm Vince Quinn. You can find me on Twitter at It's Vince Quinn. That's all one word, at It's Vince Quinn. I want to thank Mike Angelina, For producing this fine program, I've been in for Big Daddy Graham. When we come back, The Overlap Show with Al Morgani. Keep it right here. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds.